0: This is Classic Business, Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Arabile Goumede and Anastasia Aransa on Classic 1027. All right, so it's just gone 7.42. Now, after years of steady and what was perhaps predictable growth, the pharmaceutical sector um, is entering what is... Clearly, a period of some would say flux, I suppose, since many of the conditions under which it operates are are now beginning to change. So let's chat to Eric Grewas, the CEO of Pharma Dynamics, and just talk about, you know, the global. Uh, and growing perspectives of that pharmaceutical sector just how things uh, might change uh, locally and globally as well Eric thank you so much for your time this morning Uh, things are beginning to alter for your pharmaceutical sector Uh, are you concerned at all and perhaps also won't you just detail for us what it is that you perhaps fear the most in this time of change
1: good morning Arabile. Uh, thank you for accommodating me yeah, I think globally the, the business pharmaceuticals are busy changing rapidly. And there's two shifts of, or two themes that we experience. And the first one is changes in the balance between power across the healthcare value chain as governments globally and locally in South Africa and the medical aid providers are exerting more pressure on pharmaceutical companies to lower their prices. And then the second um, theme involves a more reactive healthcare approach of um, Changing from a more reactive healthcare approach to preventative healthcare, where the consumer on the street are more empowered to make decisions and to collaborate with healthcare providers. And that, of course, stimulates the, the inclusion of um, combining devices, software, and medicine to have a more holistic tracking and treatment approach in the healthcare arena. So, not any uh, pure pharmaceutical treatment anymore. A combination of public healthcare, and uh, we also see an influx of alternative healthcare. If you talk about complementary medicine, where patients access primary healthcare um, footprints as they first stop and make the decision, they're more informed uh, with the te- technological advances we also experience in the industry. And then, of course, um, from a South, Africa, South African context, we importing 80% of all um, active pharmaceutical ingredients. And of course, with the uh, challenges we're experiencing on our forex or our exchange rates, um, the margins for the pharma companies are under severe pressure here on Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so it does make it difficult then with the RAND, as you said, to offer them the best sort of prices. And consumers are just really on the bargain hunt, aren't they? they? They're either changing medical aids or changing the way they you know need or do things with regards to medicine in order to fit that spectrum.
1: Correct. That is a trend we're seeing. Of course, uh, from a pharma dynamics perspective, we specialize in chronic medication. So it's a challenge to keep those prices competitive. And, of course, the consumer expects uh, value-added interventions and behavioral change um, models that we're investing in the healthcare practitioners' practices to alter lifestyle, especially in chronic diseases. So it's turning into a business where a lot of value-add investments need to be made just to keep the patient and ensure the patient remains on cost-effective treatment with all these um, initiatives on the side.
0: Yeah. You, you spoke a little earlier about technological advancements. How difficult is it keeping up with those and ensuring that you're up to standard and, and, and really uh, you know, in tune with the market here?
1: That's an ongoing um, opportunity in the sector, especially in South Africa. Um, if you look at more developed markets, they, they're leading the pack with regards to um, huge managed healthcare organizations, investing in technology uh, advances, linking patients with their doctors, the so-called 24-7 doctor in the living room, but uh, where you can access through certain medical um, aid-funded structures. You can have access to um, doctors, to pharmacists, to monitor your condition and to stay ahead of the treatment regime and be in tune with, with uh, the recipe or the, the plan that the doctor prescribed. So that is busy happening so literally in South Africa. I know some of the bigger medical aids are investing a lot in technological um, devices, which they impart to the healthcare practitioners in South Africa to to complete that circle, I mean.
0: it, Because of those cost issues, you'll find that consumers then uh, opt for more generic medicines. Would you attest that as a good thing or a bad thing for the industry?
1: It's definitely a good thing. Um, generic medication has been in the South African market for more than 20 years. Um, it's proven to be effective and affordable. Um, and, and, and some stats around that, currently generic um, market share, generic volume market share in South Africa, is, um, 60% of all products being consumed in South Africa are generic um, products. And it's growing at about four percent from a volume perspective. So it is a growing market. Um, there's there's proven companies that establish themselves in South Africa with regards to effective quality medicine in that market segment.
0: Well, Eric Gross, appreciate your time, and uh, wish you all the best for this year as well. And uh, and hopefully the, the sector is one that you know is one that we can be able to keep up with uh for, for yourself as the business as well. Eric Rua, CEO of Pharma Dynamics.